In this week's episode of TechSess, I'm going to be telling you about how we help enable business growth without your IT holding you back. I'm Mark Riddell and this is the TechSess Podcast. We publish a new episode every Wednesday packed full of IT and cybersecurity advice to help businesses like yours to make the right decisions and get the best from your technology investment. Make sure to follow TechSess on your favourite podcast player to ensure you don't miss future episodes. What I wanted to talk about today is something that we have to deal with in my business and it's also something I know loads of other businesses struggle with and it's a common problem and that is growing your business and the growing pains that all businesses go through regardless of what kind of business you are how big or small you are I think all businesses have the common problems of growing one of the problems that we've had at M3 Networks is how do we grow the business and still retain the M3 experience because those of you that know us will know myself, my colleagues, Mark and Mary founded the business 14 years ago. And for the first few years, it was just us. And then as we grew, we were very, very close to the coalface of dealing with customers. But as time's gone on, of course, we have to kind of step back, bring in more people into the team to backfill that. And then you start to kind of, I guess, lose the connection that you had yourself with your customers. Now, I think this is inevitable. I understand years ago that that's how things have to happen if you want to grow. But I think what's really important is how do you ensure that customers still feel, because it is a feeling, right? How do customers still feel that you are still the business that you were when they first came on board with you? Now, I've spoken to other business owners at courses and stuff recently. This is a thing that a lot of people think struggle with because it's accepting that you're going to dilute that feeling a little bit, but to what point does it become unacceptable? So for me, we've always described things, or I've always described things as our bedside manner. I think that's a really nice way to put it when you're a service company, because and I'll give you an example of this, is that I remember going to the doctors a few years back and booked an appointment, went to the doctor, went in, told the doctor the problem, there's a prescription, right, see you later, and you're out the door. And you think, Right, okay, I've got a prescription for the thing that I know it's going to help with the problem, but I don't really feel like they really cared that much. It was kind of like in and out. There wasn't really much care. Kind of felt like they just wanted rid of you. How that translates into what we do is that, and I described this in interviews and stuff over the years when we're looking to hire people, is that you can solve someone's technical problem and the customer can still be pissed off. Now, a lot of people in the IT world don't quite understand that concept. They think that we've solved your technical problem, so you should be delighted, you should be over the moon. But that's the difference. That's the difference maker. I think it's maybe because, although I'm a techie, I do have a hospitality background too. I worked in hotels for a few years. I've worked in retail as a student. I've worked in those kind of environments where I became very, very switched on to customer service and seeing things from the customer's point of view. And I think that's really important. I think the word that you can use to wrap up this is like empathy, being able to understand what it's like from the customer's point of view. Because especially with technology, when people are frustrated about a technological problem, it's very easy as a technician to go, well, it's not that big of a problem because you understand the problem. You don't see it as a big deal. 
But to the person that can't print something or they can't find an email or they've forgotten the password to something, to them, it's a huge problem. And I think that is where the difference comes in for an IT company to be able to actually understand that what is a simple thing for us is a really complicated and frustrating thing for you. Now, of course, I'm just talking about technology here, but if you apply this to all parts of your business, let's look at, say, finance, right? Now, I've learned loads about finance over the years. I'm not an accountant. I'm not a bookkeeper. I would never claim to be, but I've learned enough to be able to understand management accounts and monthly management accounts and end-of-year accounts and understand VAT and tax and stuff like that. But to a point, enough to be dangerous, right? Enough to be able to understand and make decisions about it. But first up, I just want to tell you a little bit about the IT services buyer's guide that we have. This is a free document on our website. You don't have to enter any information to get access to it. You just need to head over to www.m3networks.co.uk forward slash buyer's guide and you'll be able to click the link and get the download. And this is going to give you loads of information to help you understand the questions that you need to ask any potential IT partner in your business or indeed just go back and ask these questions to your existing IT company and then you can help find out whether you're being served correctly and whether there's any gaps in the IT support services that you are being offered. Now let's get back to the episode. For us at M3, our own technology has never been a problem. We've just had to deal with all the other kind of growing pains but for other businesses out there who aren't an IT company, not only do you have to deal with all the same stuff that we've have to deal with as a business, the pains of growing and everything else I've just been describing, but you have to deal with all the technology on top of that. I can't imagine not being in technology because it's what I've always done. So for me, technology's always just worked. Yeah, we have frustrations and we have things we have to deal with as well, but we can fix it. We can find our own way out of it. To have to start a business and grow a business and deal with all the technology that you don't understand must be incredibly difficult. And I can't imagine what that's like because, of course, I've never experienced it. So what we can help with is ensuring that technology isn't a problem in the business. Now, and I've said this before, but a lot of businesses get to a certain point before they realize that we either need to bring in an IT partner or we need to change our IT partner. And it usually happens after the company's growing either very quickly or they've just grown organically over a long period of time and suddenly they kind of wake up and realize things have to change. What I see is most businesses kind of get by, right? They either try and do a lot of the tech themselves and things grow arms and legs and they bolt on all sorts of bits and pieces and they get to a point where no one actually has a bloody clue what's going on in terms of the IT. They've got things all over the place. Some users are using Dropbox for storing files. Some users are sticking it in a OneDrive folder. Like It's just a mess. And quite often it's either because they've taken too long to bring an IT partner in, because quite rightly, if as you're growing, sometimes you might not have the budget to bring in an IT partner to work with, which is understandable, which is why businesses get into these situations in the first place. Or it's because they were working with a one-man band type IT provider who wasn't really giving them any IT advice. Might have been turning up with a packet of biscuits now and again, fixing some stuff, putting sticky tape and plasters over the cracks, but wasn't really being strategic, wasn't thinking about what's coming next and how the business needs to get their IT into shape 
so that the business continues to grow and IT doesn't become a problem. So normally businesses just get to that point where they go, right, we've had enough. We know that we need to fix this. And they're very aware of it. And sometimes businesses get to a huge size before they realize that. I've spoken to some businesses lately where they're big, big businesses that have a big, big mess when it comes to IT. I think I said this in a recent episode that bigger companies sometimes just equals bigger mess. What do you do about it? Like I said, most businesses do nothing until they get to the point where they realize that it can't continue like this. We need to change it. What I would suggest is that if you're a business that is either still doing IT internally, you know who I'm talking about. You've got the one IT go-to person in your business who just happens to know how to use Google better than anyone else. And everyone else sees them as some sort of expert because that one time two years ago, they fixed the print jam and managed to change the cyan toner without getting it all over their clothes like everyone else would normally do. You know who I'm talking about. Every business has the IT person within the business and that's fine. And we've got a lot of customers that still have that main point of contact IT person who usually just becomes our point of contact. But what we do is we take away all the IT stuff away from them. So quite rightly, they can focus on doing the job that you actually paid them to do in the first place. So you either have that internally or you might be outsourcing your IT to a one-man band or a really small kind of managed service provider. At some point, businesses will wake up and go, right, we feel like we've outgrown them. Now, we love them, but we just don't feel like they've got the capacity to help us where we're at now. Because either, like I said, your business has organically outgrown them or you've grown quite quickly and suddenly the wheels aren't spinning very well anymore. And they're just not the person or the company to go forward on the journey with you. And that's when most businesses will reach out to someone like us here at M3. That's when they realize that, okay, we need to get a little bit more on the ball with this. The word that most people use actually is we want a more proactive IT partner. Now, the word proactive gets banded around a lot in IT companies. Every IT company on their website somewhere, and I'm sure ours is the same, but I can't tell you where it is, will say, we are proactive because it's a buzzword that sounds good because people like proactive rather than reactive. But the reality is, is that most of the proactive IT companies out there are actually still very reactive, but the marketing makes it sound nice. So if your IT company is very reactive, even if they say they're proactive, and you have a feeling that that's the case, then you need to be thinking about changing an IT provider. And if you are thinking about changing an IT provider, you need to go and download the IT Services Buyer's Guide. Now, if you want to get a copy of that, and it's been updated for 2023, you can head to uk forward slash buyer's guide. It's a free download. You don't have to give any details and that will help educate you on how to choose the best IT partner for your business. Texas is an M3 Networks podcast. Find out more at m3networks.co.uk.